Hello, fans, viewers, and listeners. As always, it's me, Brady Bunch, a.k.a. the Non-Binary Ninja. And here with the main host, the man who brought you this awesome Fine Insight podcast, Timmy B. Today, we're going to talk to the future voice of combat sports. Some of you may know her from the WWE or elsewhere. Uh, we're also going to discuss PFL rigging the game something i think we've maybe spoken about a little bit before and a whole lot more so you know what you guys know the drill hit it tim ladies and gentlemen this is the fight inside podcast our guest today was born and raised in the philippines and immigrated to the united states at the age of 18 Working with ESPN, she is a four-time, 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 four-time Emmy award-winning editor for her work on Access Sportsnet Lakers, Access Sportsnet Dodgers, Lead Off LA, and the Kobe Bryant pregame show. Not content with just being behind the camera, she then finds her way into the world of professional wrestling, becoming a ringside reporter and ring announcer for local shows, eventually winning a guest spot as a ring announcer for the WWE's SummerSlam event. Now, and here's where the MMA tie comes in, she's the official ring announcer for UNF Up Next Fighting's amateur shows and can next be seen at UNF 9 on July 1st at the Commerce Casino Event Center in Commerce, California. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Ringside Rain Cruise. <laughs> Ringside Rain, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Not bad. Thank you for joining the show. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for that intro. <laughs> uh, we are very excited. I did not know. I Like I was saying before, I've been following you for a long time. Um, I did not know that you are a four-time Emmy Award winner. You know, it's um, I always say it, it's not just myself. It's a team effort, you know, because it's our show that had won the Emmys. So, um, you know, I it's it's a great team effort. And, you know, when you're working with like a great team, you guys make magic together and you guys accomplish great things like winning, you know, Emmys. <laughs> well, don't I know it? I've had my amazing co-host, Brady Bunch, who's been with me now for three months, four months. It's been a while now, Brady wow. Bunch. You've been... Yeah, yeah you, you've been the co-host. We've been making magic here at Ringside Rain, but uh -huh. Rain, we need you to hook us up with an Emmy at some point. So whatever whatever connections you have, you can get us an Emmy. That would be nice. Uh, Rain, you said, uh, well, we had uh, several guests, uh, sorry, several fans write in some questions for you. I want to start with this one, which I feel should set the tone here for our interview. When did you realize you like screaming people's names out to strangers? <laughs> and that's from Peyton21. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <clears throat> that's funny because now I tell people, you know, hey, you know, I yell at people, you know, when I'm ring announcing. <laughs> um, but honestly, I just wanted to find my spot in the uh, professional wrestling industry because you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. I knew I couldn't be a wrestler. And uh, somehow at this, at my second uh, wrestling event, uh, they didn't have a ring announcer. And I just figured, you know what, maybe I'll try. So I volunteered to do it. And then, um, you know, when I did it, I was like, well, this is actually fun. You know, like I get to, you know, scream at people, not really scream at people, but you know, it's like, I get to kind of set the stage for 
the wrestlers and now the fighters who are about to do their magic inside the ring or the cage. And um, I just like being that voice to kind of help introduce the fighters um, because to me, it kind of pumps them up and it kind of builds the story. So um, yeah, to me, maybe, uh, when did I start? 2021. So that was March of 2021 when I first uh, did my ring announcing uh, stint. I fell in love with it and I wanted to just keep doing it over and over again. But that's like, I mean, you can't just pick anybody out of a crowd and, and they have the chops to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you've got the voice, you've got the personality and I've seen on your Instagram and I'll put it up here on the screen for people. Um, you're at, you're at ringside rain. Oh, actually you have it. You wrote that yeah. out, your name there. So at ringside rain, R-A-I-N-E. Make sure you go follow uh, rain Cruz. But I see on your Instagram, you do things like where you were kind of developing a persona and stuff like that for your wrestling style. Like there's a more evil rain and then there's a the more pleasant rain, but you, you, you mix it up, right? Yeah. Um, Cause like for me, I try to be like versatile. Like I try to kind of show off what I can do. Um, initially uh, what brought me into uh, at least the wrestling world was I wanted to be a wrestling manager. Uh, so I got into, nice. I signed up for an online wrestling school because at that time it was COVID. So that was the only thing I could do. Um, and it was at Santino Brothers here in California. And uh, I, they had like a wrestling 101 course. And for the most part, I learned like the psychology of wrestling and all that. And I knew I wanted to be a manager. And yeah, I just like playing that like evil heel role. Um, nice. You know, what's weird is that I get really shy when I'm myself, but when I'm like, <laughs> you know, being a manager, like a heel version of me, it's like, yeah, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, but yeah, so I started creating those videos because to me in my head, well, what's the best way for me to kind of practice? And I figured, well, I have a cell phone camera and, uh, you know, I'll just record myself, you know shooting these promos and after taking this uh, wrestling class i met someone who introduced me to my very first promoter but instead of being a manager first uh he got me into ringside reporting and then um that's kind of how i started and then like i said my second event i was scheduled to do the ringside reporting but um they canceled that part so i was like okay i drove four four hours to get here what else can i do <laughs> And they said, well, we don't have a ring announcer. So, uh, yeah, and I was just kind of able to switch my mindset into that. Okay, I'm the ring announcer for today. You've seen how it's done on TV. Um, then, you know, just kind of be that person. That's crazy. And then now look, <laughs> and now look at where this has taken you, right? From, yeah. from those humble beginnings all the way to the Fight Insight podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool to, like, share this story because it's, like, sometimes – you know, we try to put ourselves like in a box, like this is what we all want to do. Right. And then, um, you know, when you open yourself to like other possibilities, then you realize, oh, OK, so I can do that, too. Oh, oh, actually, I like this one, too. So that's crazy. Rain, I saw I, I was watching another interview with you and to kind of go off on what you said, you uh, made a statement there that said, trust in God that one day he'll open a door for you. Yeah. And I like that. It's kind of what you're saying. So what can you expand upon that a little bit? Um, I guess like for me, uh, you know, throughout the years, I've always had like big dreams. Right. And uh, you mentioned earlier, I moved to the States when I was 18. 
you know, when I was younger, I had no clue that this would actually be possible. And somehow, you know, a door was open for me. Um, I wanted to go to college here and uh, it, it just somehow worked out, you know, and I truly believe that sometimes what's meant for us, you know, God will open that door for us uh, because that's his plan. And if that door doesn't open and he has a different plan. I've kind of always believed in that. Um, I feel like it's always easier said than done. But then once you get to, I guess, the final destination, you kind of realize, oh, that's why things worked out that way. Maybe I wasn't ready at that time yet. That's why I had to like learn X, Y, and Z first before I, you know, made it to what I really, where I really wanted to go. So yeah. they were always like put, um, you know, and to say it at the right place, right time situation, even though sometimes we feel like that's not really the right place, right time for us. Yeah. But it eventually it works out. That's right. Especially when you have the positivity like Rain does, Brady Bunch. You can yeah. see it all <laughs> over her. Uh, Rain, so I'm so happy because like I said, so I'm following you along, uh, probably because my initial co-host that we started, he was Filipino guy. We, we used to be on uh, Filipino TV across Canada. We, oh, wow. we did our show. Yeah, we did our show across Canada. I'm not Filipino, but they 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 allowed me to get in there, you know. And uh, and so I think maybe that's why our account was following all these Filipino superstars, you included. <laughs> and so I'm I'm following Rain Brady Bunch, and then at some point I'm like, okay, she's got to do something so I can have her on the podcast. So there's this tie, and then boom! All of a sudden, I see you at Up Next Fighting, which is. I'm going to say one of the best promotions in the world right now that is not like that is a, a local or a local ish promotion. Yeah. But they are huge. Like the events that they put on Brady Bunch that I'd say they have better pyrotechnics and a setup than when I was at BKFC in London. Like it was awesome. great. Their, their setup is amazing. They have uh, Ashley Evans Smith. They have the Schmo. They've got big names as a part of their promotion and then no bigger name than they bring in ringside rain to be the announcer for the amateur shows. I'm like, this is crazy. And so one of the guys that we had, the reason why I know up next fighting is because of a guy, Ray Roland, the slim mm -hmm. reaper. And so I do want to play this quick little video that I got sent in when we found out that rain was coming. Here's what I get. Hey, it's the slim reaper here. And I just want to welcome rain to the up next family. You've been a great ring announcer and many more to come much love let's go oh my god that's awesome <laughs> so there is up next fighting uh superstar ray slim reaper roland rain how has it been being a part of the up next family and uh how exciting is it to be with them you know i i'm very very grateful that um i became a part of uh, unf up next fighting um it's it's such an honor and I feel really blessed to you know, be able to do this with them. Um, I did my very first show with them uh, back in May. And I remember, you know, just hitting up a bunch of like MMA promoters because I wanted to kind of transition into that world, the MMA scene. And, you know, I would get like a, an answer where I know they already have someone or I wouldn't get a response. And then like, you know, I heard back from Up Next Fighting and I was like, Oh my God, they're going to give me a shot. And you know, the thing is at that time I had never done MMA. So yeah. you know, the risk for them too, right. To give me a shot. And for me at the same time, it's like, okay, I've never done this. I got to, you know, prove to them that I deserve this spot. And I'm really, really thankful for them for giving me that platform, the opportunity to show them what, what I can do. Um, because I actually love it. You know, I, I enjoyed my very first show. I, 
enjoyed you know the whole production everyone's like very welcoming and very nice and it's a great great promotion to you know learn the business and i'm just very thankful for them it's awesome i'm so happy so uh of course some of the questions that we got this one's from jc man they were asking what's the biggest difference between announcing for wrestling and for mma um, I guess like because for wrestling, you know, there, it, it's a storyline base. So um, sometimes with wrestling, I feel like um, when I introduce the wrestlers, it's like it, it, it's like I only get to tell everyone like their weight, their hometown and who they are. Right. Their nicknames. That's it. So if, if someone is new to this show, like like the indie show, it's like that's all you can hear about this person, right? Whereas like the MMA, when I announce the fighters, you you could be there for the first time, and like for for example, for myself, you know, just reading their stats, how many fights uh, they have won, or or had they ever won a fight at least, you know, it's like I feel like when I announce everything about these fighters, it's like I'm telling their story. It's like I'm giving like a mini resume, right? Whereas like with wrestling, it's like they're from this area, they weigh this much. And sometimes some promoters don't even want me to say how much they weigh. So it's like sometimes all I say is like their hometown, who they are. So if I'm right. coming there for the first time as a fan, it's like, that's all I know from this person, right? Because, you know, mind you, like in the independent scene, there's really no um, TV presence like WWE. So there's really no storyline. You can't really build that. Uh, so in the perspective of just being there as a fan, I'm seeing these people for the first time. The wrestlers, all they know is where they're from, how much they weigh sometimes, and their names. The MMA scene, it's like, I'm building up this story. This guy's yeah. been undefeated. Now this guy's facing this guy who's never won a fight. And then now people are like kind of thinking, well, this guy's undefeated, so he's probably going to beat this other guy. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you know, the, you know, the guy who has never won any fight beats the undefeated guy though so it makes it like a better story nice nice <laughs> and so i know you've only done one mma event so far but of course and i had the poster up here for a second i'll put it back up there there it is unf9 mm -hmm. this saturday july saturday. 1st you're going to be there now as you become more intergrained in ingrained with the unf promotion as the fighters like slim reaper they get to know you how cool would it be when they start asking for the fist bumps when oh, they're shouting their yeah. name. Has anyone done that yet? Are they, yeah, as um, the thing is, it's like when they show up, it's like it's like they kind of don't expect me as like the ring announcer. Because <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't know if there's really a female cage announcer um, so far, but it's like... One of the questions we had was, are you the only female doing this? And I, I feel like the answer is kind of yes. Yeah, at least that I could figure out. I, yeah. I feel like you are. Because I know Lillian Garcia was like doing oh. it for PFL before, but um, sure, I, sure. I don't know if she was still doing it, but um, but yeah, but like when I, you know, meet the fighters for the first time, they look at me and like, who's this girl? And I'm like, oh, how do you pronounce your name? Yep, I'm the ring announcer, and la, la, la. And then they're like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. And um, so it's really cool to like meet them, you know, without the, oh yeah, I'm going to beat you up face. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but so, but so in the ring when you're announcing them as victors or anything like that, have any of them come over to you to fist bump you in the cage yet? No, not yet. Okay, they will. Not yet. But there was uh, um, this instance uh, from my first show, where in after I had announced him, 
you know, I saw him afterwards outside a cage and he's like, thank you so much for announcing me. And I was like, oh my God, congratulations. You made your debut tonight. You won your debut match. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I can't believe this is the first time announcing an MMA fight. And I was like, well, I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So that's really nice. You know, when they find me later on and then they talk to me and they thank me for announcing their names. I'm just like, I'm just glad I got the opportunity to do so, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It's really cool. And I saw it, I think it was today or maybe yesterday, the UNF up next fighting, they uh, posted a video of like this cornhole challenge between <laughs> two of the fighters. And there's and there's rain and, and you're announcing that. So like, I love it that they're using you for all their stuff and for their yeah. promos, because I really feel like this is a promotion that you can definitely grow with. Yeah. Wet yeah. your chops there and, and superstardom is all yeah. set for you. Like, I don't know what the equivalent is to a to an Emmy. Much, but I mean, Rain's already achieved that, so I don't know what else. Uh, another question from I guess this goes kind of to the wrestling angle, but then uh, we've had other guest announce. Uh, sorry, we've had other ring announcers on this show. Big Mo Mo Maymertz, who is huge around the world. Um, but I want to ask you, because similar to him, how important is your look? And this is from at Chell Bell. Uh, how important is your look when you're in there? Like, do, do you have to think about like, okay, how do I want to look? How do I want to portray myself to the audience? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Um, my main thing is I don't want to steal the spotlight from the fighters. Because, yeah. you know, the people, you know, went to the show not to see me. They went there to see the fight. <laughs> my yeah. goal is to uh, push these fighters over. So I have my style, which um, for the most part, I like wearing my sparkly blazers. Uh, <laughs> um, I have some sparkly boots, but I have not worn them yet at my MMA fights. Um, but for the most part, I have like my sparkly um, blazers because I'm short and that's the easiest way to spot me. <laughs> you see someone sparkly, that's gotta be rain. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, I just don't want to um, like steal the spotlight from, you know, from the fighters because because the spotlight is on them, not on me. I'm I'm you know, I'm there to introduce them, to be their voice, to kind of let everyone know I'm here. Um, but yeah, style wise, I love my sparkly blazers. If it's not sparkly, I will have something sparkly somewhere on my <laughs> blazer. Nice, nice. There you go. Um, now when you've been uh, announcing at the very first UNF that you were at, can I ask like, what was the most exciting moment or what was the most shocking thing to you maybe? Because coming from like wrestling where, you know, it's staged and, and you know what's going to happen or, you know, that generally it's known what's going to happen, but now Wait, you're going into the MMA. Yeah. <laughs> now you're, I don't want to spoil that for anybody. Now you're going into the MMA world and like, you might go in there and go, okay. And here's, you know, Brady Bunch, and then by the time you walk out of the cage, Brady Bunch has already knocked out their opponent. Now you got to walk right back. It like it's it can be very quick, it can be long. Like so, did anything happen in your first event that was exciting or, or shocking to you? Yes, the very oh. first fight that I announced, I remember I, yeah, just literally got out of the cage right after announcing the fighters. I looked at my husband and I was like, how was it? Did I do okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like looking at me, right? And he's like, yeah, you did okay. And next thing I know, his face went from me to like the cage and he was just like, <gasps> just like shocked. 
Because apparently behind me, someone got knocked out. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And I looked over and like the guy was down already. And I was like, oh. and then I was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And then I just, you know, uh, went to the cage supervisor and got the details and kind of waited for them to let me know it's good for me to go back in the cage. But that one was really good that it happened right away because that was the part that I was a little bit nervous about. Like, how would I react? You know, when something like that happens, yeah. Um, because you know, like you said earlier with wrestling, it's for the most part if everything goes the right way, then yeah, I'm just waiting for the match to end, and you know, okay, here's the winner, right? Um, unless they decide to change the outcome. Um, but with MMA, I think what I like about it is because um, you don't know what's going to happen. There's that feeling of uncertainty. It makes it more exciting. Um, there's that adrenaline rush, um, and I kind of can relate it to working in live TV. That's, you know, my uh, day job, or I guess night job since I work night sides. Uh, but um, it's like in live TV, it's like, we have like a plan how the show is gonna go, but sometimes things don't really go as planned, but then we have to react in like, you know, 10 seconds or whatever, because people are watching, you know, it's like, how do we react without people knowing that, you know, we're actually trying to put out a fire behind the scenes. <laughs> So yeah. I think that's why I like those, um, you know, that kind of excitement from the MMA world. It's like, yeah, we have a plan. This is supposedly three rounds, you know, and then we're waiting for the fight to end. But sometimes there's like knockouts and you just have to like be ready and get back in there. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I really, uh, I actually enjoy that moment, even though I felt bad for the guy who got knocked out. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. I really enjoy that because it was a learning experience for me. Like, how would I react to that? Um, yeah. And I get, and I guess for it happening so quick, you didn't have time to stress out about announcing that first one. Like when you're talking to your husband, you're like, yeah. okay, I got to go back now already. Like there's no time to stress out. Yeah. And then that just gets you into the groove. Right. So, yeah. I was just like, okay, I need to know what I'm supposed to say. Like, you know, uh, how fast did it, because it happened within eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's like, what? Um, it happened that quick that to me, it was just like, all right, I need my info. I need to get back in there. And I need to tell everyone this is what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, Brady Bunch, is there anything that you wanted to ask, Rain? Yeah, a couple of questions. If you yeah. Uh, so I'm looking in the background. I see some Hello Kitty stuff, but I also- A I lot of Hello Kitty stuff. For those only on audio, there is a ton of Hello Kitty in the background. But I also think I see a lot of John Cena, maybe. I love John Cena. All right. So is he your favorite? Like, I, I guess who are your top three wrestlers of all time? Uh, top three. Okay. Uh, John Cena, Batista. <sighs> Third one would pro probably be Trish Stratus. All right. Oh, nice. Um, do, you, hold, do you know, Rain, I'm going to tell you a quick little story. I used to uh, teach tennis. Uh -huh. And uh, I would teach tennis during the day to like rich, rich wives, you know, because they had nothing to do during the day. <laughs> and uh, this one time, one of my students goes, hey, do you know who Trish Stratus is? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like this is back in the day when she was like the big thing, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. and, and I'm in Toronto. So she, she's Toronto. And uh, she goes, she goes, yeah, she goes, I'm sitting there at my house and there's someone moving in into the into the house next door and I'm, I'm sure it's like a mansion obviously and she's like and all we saw was delivery truck after delivery truck of 
fitness equipment, weight machine, fitness equipment, weight oh, machine. Wow. She was, it was like trucks after trucks. She was really, the whole neighborhood is standing out there going, what the hell is going on? Trish Stratus moved in next door. Oh, and that's wow. why, so yeah, that's so cool that you say Trish Stratus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love her. Like when I first saw her on the Monday Night Raw um, and like John Cena, I always love how he would uh, pump out the crowd. And for the main event of my uh, first uh, UNF show, the very last guy that walked in, um, the, you know, the last guy that I had to announce uh, for the main event, they started playing John Cena's entrance theme. And I was like, let's go. Okay, I'm pumped for the main event. Let's go. That's <laughs> awesome. That's great. Uh, did you notice that when I announced your four-time Emmy, I did it Booker T style with the four-time, four-time, <laughs> four-time, four-time. That was Booker T. That was an homage to him. Brady Bunch, what's your other question? Uh, I guess... You don't have to say who, but uh, have you ever met? Because I've I've met fighters, I've met I've met some pro wrestlers, I met mankind, and had Shamrock back in the day, like changed my whole like uh, trajectory in life. Uh, but and they were great, right? I also come from the music world, and I've met some music like superstars that before meeting them, I thought they would be awesome, amazing people. And then I'm like, wait, they are not who I thought they were. And they kind of lose a fan. Uh, have you ever met someone from either the fight or the wrestling world that you were like really excited to meet? And you were kind of like, you don't have to say who, but like, oh man, like this kind of ruins all my like childhood memories or whatever, you know? Oh man, I don't think so, honestly. Okay. I think for the most part, I've met people whom I was just like starstruck in a sense, but at the same time, I was just shocked at as to how nice they were to me. Um, like at SummerSlam, because um, they brought me backstage yeah. uh, when I first got there and I had met so many wrestlers, like so many wrestlers. And, um, you know, they were very nice, you know, hi, hello, whatever. But there were some who like legitimately, like, you know, they're like genuinely nice. Um, yeah. The, the, the uh, I guess the most memorable moment for me was because um, they gave, gave me a chance to rehearse uh, I was going to announce at SummerSlam, mostly like for a mic check to know where I'm going to stand in the ring, whatever. Um, so I did that, got out of the ring. Um, there's this lady who walked up to me and she's like, because at this time you were still wearing masks and you just take it off when, you know, you'd have to like do something. So she was wearing her mask. And I was looking at her and I was like, I know who you are, but she's like shaking my hand. She's like, congratulations, great job, la la la. I was like, okay, in my head, oh my God, I'm gonna freak out. And then she's like, uh, I'm Nora. And I was like, of course you are, <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I'm glad I was wearing a mask at this point. And then um, I think she just saw that I was just like staring at her, right? And then so she pulls her mask down. She's like, Molly Holly. And I was like, yes, ma'am, nice to meet you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. I didn't know when you said Nora, I don't know, but so, so she's Molly Holly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, That's um, after, right after that, you know, um, there was another lady that walked up to me, same thing. She's like, congratulations and la la la. You did a great job. And, um, she was wearing her glasses, same thing, wearing her mask. And, um, she said, I'm Beth. And then oh, I just cool. like it. My mind was just like Beth, like my coworker, Beth, what's going on? Why is she here? <laughs> And then like, she pulled her mask down. She's like, Beth Phoenix. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> That's crazy. I was just 
freaking out, but not trying to show them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, like they took their time to like stop and like tell me congratulations. You did a great job. Like they didn't really have to, you know? Right. You know, because like the other people, they're just like, hey, nice to meet you. Bye. Uh, but for them, they took their time to like stop. And even after I did the actual announcement, they walked up to me again and congratulated me again and told me I did a great job. And I was like, this is really cool. That's awesome, Rain. I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy for you because, again, like you, uh, you seem like such a great person online. You are a great person now that we've had the chance to meet you. So I'm so happy. Um, I'm going to ask you just a few more things before we let you go. I know we're going to yeah. be short on time, but definitely, a definitely want to have you back because I want to follow your progress as you keep going through this MMA world. I do want to say I put out a story to our fans to ask them where we think that uh, they definitely need a new ring announcer. You know because. <laughs> The professional organizations, Rain, now I don't know how big you were into M Were you big into MMA before this? No. You know, I would watch it, but um, mostly because I'm exposed to it at work. Not that okay. I don't know. Right, right, right. My okay. husband watches it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it's on, I'll watch it. Okay. But like, not crazy, not, crazy. I'm not like following someone religiously yet. Right, right. Okay. Just so you know, the other major organizations like 1FC in Asia pfl here bellator here okay they all are lacking no offense <laughs> but they're all pretty bad with their ring announcers so that's why when there's some young up-and-comers like yourself like former guests of the podcast big mo i really hope that you guys succeed and take over but i went and i asked the fans and i said okay so which major mma organization needs a new ring announcer asap amazingly i put out one fc pfl and bellator it was 40 percent 1FC, 40% Bellator, and 20% PFL. So the door is wide open for you to smash this market, make a name for yourself, and then go to one of those organizations because they need something new. They need a new look. They need a new person. They need someone that's going to bring something, you know? And that should be ringside rain. Oh, my God. So, so get, get that job. I need you to get one of those jobs for sure. Um Rain, before we let you go and before I ask my last question, is there anything that you wanted to say to fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast? Um, I just want to say thank you to both of you for having me on your podcast. You know, this is this is really awesome. You know, I, I like sharing my story because I feel like there's always, you know, um, there's I feel like it's not just a story about um, my life as a ring announcer, but I think it's a story of how someone, you know, had a dream and you know, followed her dream and somehow, you know, she's making it happen. Right. And I feel like all of us are kind of like on the same boat. You know, we have that something that we really want to do. And sometimes we hear a story of how someone was able to accomplish that goal. I just, you know, I am always thankful to have a platform to share my story because if that means I can inspire someone to kind of take that first step to accomplish whatever goal they want to do. And, you know, that makes me happy. So thank you for having me here. And thank you for, you know, uh, promoting the next show for UNF. Of this course, Saturday. of course. <laughs> this Saturday, UNF 9 at the Commerce Event Center. Go And you can check it out at uh, www.upnextfighting.com. You can check it out there as well. That's where you can get your tickets. Rain, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. I, I, I still have two things to do. But okay, last, yeah. last question I got to ask you uh, is a question that my mom used to ask me growing up my whole life. And so we're asking it to our guests. Rain, I'm going to ask you on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you? How happy? Wait, which one's like the highest though? 10? 10's the highest, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say 10. Nice. Okay. Because, you know, you know, there are days when I would say, yeah, eight or whatever, but it's like, honestly, for me, it's like, as long as I'm living and as long as I, you know, have my dogs with me, I'm happy. I'm a 10. <laughs> of course, of course. Shout out to your dogs. Uh, they're not here right now. They are both foster fails, correct? Yes. Yes. So okay. foster fails. <laughs> so, <laughs> which means you just couldn't give them up. Is that what happened? Correct. I, to me, I just kind of fell in love with them. So I told my husband, I, you know, I was like, hey, um, so uh, what do you think of just adopting them? And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are very cute. So again, people go find ringside rain at ringside rain on Instagram. That's your, that's where you're most active is on your Instagram. Right? Yeah. On my Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So ringside rain cruise, we are going to follow you along in your career, your journey. We're going to follow you. We're going to cheer for you every time you're anywhere. Uh, congratulations with up next fighting. They are an amazing promotion. Tell them I said so. And uh, make sure that you make friends with all those people. There are so many superstars there. You never know what doors will open for you as you make these connections because the, the world is tight. Like it's a small world in MMA. So doing well here can set you up for great things. I'm very excited for you. Uh, before we let you go, do you mind if you announce our podcast? That would be fantastic for us. I'm going to, I'm going to cut it just so you know, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to put it in our intro. So if you can announce our podcast would be fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. You want to do it now? Like now, 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 right do now. Do it now, now, now. <laughs> Actually, but hold on. Before you do it, just stand up a little bit. I want to see that shirt. Oh, <laughs> my ringside rain shirt. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Fight Inside Podcast. Perfect. My dog started barking. That's okay. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to put that in an intro song for us. Uh, Rain Cruz, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate you. You're a lovely person. Wish you all the success. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Brady Bunch, winner guest, right? Yes. She's so cool. She's so cool. I'm so happy for her success. Up next fighting, I'm telling you, that is the place to be. And I love that Ray Roland sent in that video for her. Yes. You can tell cool. her, like, <laughs> lit up from that. Yeah. It's really cool. I, I love the people there. They seem to be such a good community there. Uh, and I'm very excited for them. Guys, thank you for watching the podcast. If you're here because of Ringside Green, thank you so much. Please do follow and subscribe. You'll see us all down there. If you're listening on audio, please uh, like us, comment, do, uh, do all the things that help us get noticed by other people. Uh, Brady Bunch, friends of the podcast update. Let's see what is going on. I have some friends of the podcast update. I want to say thanks to Rageworks Podcast Network at rageworksnetwork.com. You can find a whole bunch of podcasts there. Max Payne. Max Payne Griffin is fighting this week awesome. at UFC. So he's up next. Albert Ochoa. Yes. Brady Bunch. The king, Albert Ochoa, was victorious in his boxing fight last weekend. So congratulations to Albert. We will have him back on the podcast again. Um did you see that? Did you hear it? Did you? Yeah, I, I was pretty impressed with uh, the setup and looks like IFL was growing and like, yep. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Good for him. Good for him. Um, and next week on the podcast, I do want to announce and I, and I apologize if I'm saying this name wrong, but it's uh, Sabud, uh, sorry, Sadabu Sai. He was the 
2022 PFL champion. So he's already won $1 million and he's on his way to his next. Here was his fight this past weekend. Here's just a clip of the knockout. Disgusting wheel kick knockout. He will be on the podcast next week. So our very first ever PFL fighter, Brady Bunch. So get your uh, questions ready for a PFL athlete. All right. Um, Brady Bunch, topics that I wanted to talk about. There were a few things I wanted to talk about. Obviously, there's the Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk fight. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. I wish. Really? Yeah, you think it'll really happen? I think it's happening for sure. Look, we are going to save this topic for next week. Yeah. Because what I want to do is I want to see the reactions from different people so that we can kind of respond. All right. People are all over the place with whether I, they think this is going to happen. It won't happen. It's going to happen. No, Musk would never have the balls to do it. He's a puss. Wait, what? you think Musk is going to bail out? Yes. No, he's the guy pushing it. No, he's full of crap. Literally, he lies to everybody. His Twitter is full of lies. Everything that comes out of that mouth, man's mouth, half of it's lies, right? He's uh, pushing it. He just responded today to George St. Pierre, who said he's going to train him. Do you see the? Do you see his physique? That he man has, has, he has and pale and like. Has, there's no way he will get ready to take on. They better wait a decade. And no, no, no. He's got a lot. No, no. He's got a lot of time. They're saying UFC 300. No, but didn't you see that? Oh, no, that's not, that's... I saw Chael Sonnen claimed it was confirmed UFC 300. And then yeah. I, I saw it came out that it was just Chael's trolling everybody. Like, <laughs> he's full of it. It's going to happen. Uh, we'll no. talk we'll talk about it next week and we'll see what you think but i think it's going to happen because i think now that they've spoken that into the universe i think there's going to be way too many people that are going to push for this to actually happen see but you know what i'm gonna say it for, we've all known that zuck is well trained zuck has a passion for this zuck i don't think that elon musk would risk taking the publicity hit that's the question because whoever loses how bad is it gonna look for their companies and everything? Yeah, but you're not a fighter, so it doesn't not, matter. Even if you no, lose. But here's the thing. I, my argument would be that what's his face is in a way a fighter. Zuck at this point, he's trained yeah. long enough, hard enough. Musk is all talk. He steals people's ideas. He friggin' he, yeah. I I hate all Musk fanboys. As an autistic adult, he's a bad example for people like me on this planet. Mm. He's a phony, he likes to divide, and he's a transphobe. So you know what? If he really does want to fight, I'll take Fuck this guy. I would choke the crap out of Musk, right? Bring it on, Musk. But we you all should, know- You should call him out in your next fight. I should. You should but call guess, him out. But guess what I've noticed? Speaking of call outs, I tagged both Sean Brady from the UFC uh, and Jake Shields a few times, right? Jake Shields, no response. Sean Brady has been watching my stories, right? Okay. Do not follow me, right? But one day I'm going to get Sean Brady to compete in something against Wait, me. Wait, why Why Sean Brady? What's your beef with Sean Brady? Oh, there's no beef. Uh, my my birth name is Sean Brady. So okay. I would love to have the battle of the Sean Bradys. Oh. 
the goat is out of on Brady's in the combat sport world. Just I'm for glad, right? I'm, I'm glad that we clarified that though, because we were going down the transphobe alley, and then you bring his name up. I'm like, yeah, wait, no. is this guy like? No, okay, so he's a good dude. Okay, all right. From what I can tell, he seems like a good dude. Fake <laughs> Shields, I think, is all talk, and I think he's actually into trans people. Someone should check his hard drive. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I would love to actually get good enough to fight. Maybe I'll fight Jake Shields and Bare Knuckle one day. Who knows? I don't know. Jake Shields is a monster, though. He is a monster. I, mean, I know you're a monster, too. But, but he, he, listen, what, when's the last time Jake Shields has done monster stuff? Yeah, that's true. Himself. I don't know. Former right. guest of the podcast, mind you. So I'm not talking oh, all right. I gotta because I appreciate him. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Okay, there's the one topic that I do want to talk about, and I don't want to go too long on time today because for both of us, but uh, on a side note, very funny. I got into a lot of trouble online, as I always do. Some website put their P for P women's list up. Yeah. P for P, pound for pound, women's list. Yeah. Number, I think number five was Carla Esparza. As much as I love Carla, yeah, no. immediately commented saying, Warfest, first of all. <laughs> Carla on this list. This creates this whole pound for pound best. You're going to put Carla Esparza? I That's guess crazy. part of it is just she's technically won titles, right? That's the thing. They go, oh, well, she's a two-time champ. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, David Arquette was the WCW champion. He's not one of the greatest wrestlers <laughs> of all time. Like, fucking... It, like... No, come on. I about that, David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that I don't care that you that you are undefeated. I don't care that you've uh, that you're not undefeated, right? I mean, there's there's no women on the list that were undefeated, anyways. But I don't care that you that that you've suffered losses. Whatever. It's about how dangerous you are. I mean, I feel like there's a a lot of women that would be on that list before Carla. But let me know what you think. Put it in the comments if you guys think that Carla Sparza belongs on a pound for pound list. I don't even think she belongs on pound for pound list of straw weight women, <laughs> let alone all women. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But, but you know what? Amanda was so dominant. Her leaving just shakes stuff up so much that like. Yeah. And then people got to put up these stupid lists and include. There's so many deadly strikers or like people with serious aggression. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyways, that was crazy. Okay. Before our next guest gets here next week, we got to talk some shit about PFL, which we often do on this podcast because they have a lot of problems. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. Hold on. Friends of the podcast update. I do want to give a shout out to Lanny Chan of Stride Muay Thai. This is the dude that we had in our podcast back in like when we were in the single digit episodes at the beginning of the podcast. He's a guy in Toronto, runs a Muay Thai gym. Uh, stride muay thai in toronto he was doing uh free seminars for women as uh, due to the stop asian hate stuff that was going on this dude this is the guy i went to his uh fundraiser and i think i talked about on the podcast a few weeks ago they're running a fundraiser because he had 12 kids going to some muay thai championship in iowa like freaking so far so they're raising money for the 12 kids look at the belts this dude takes home that's awesome i think Every single one of their kids won at least one fight. I think they had like, I don't know how many gold gold belts they got, how many silver place finishes they got. That team kick ass. Congratulations to Stride Muay Thai and the Stridelings there. Uh, 
crazy, crazy, crazy to watch their growth. Anyway, so that was that was one thing I wanted to shout out. Okay, PFL, do you know the story about the stupid two guys that now got kicked out of the tournament? No. Do you know the story? No? no? Okay, get yeah. ready for this. Yeah. So you so you know how PF you know how PFL has the tournament, right? Yes. And you have to win the fights to get into this friggin' tournament. Yes. Or sorry, you have to win the points to then make it to the playoffs to then get your chance at the title and to win the one million dollars. Remember, next week's guest, he has done that. He's won it and he's on his way to winning it again. Well, these two guys in the whatever the hell division this is, featherweight, maybe whatever it is, they fight. Shane Burgos has already lost his debut. And then I think in his next fight, he gets a decision. So he doesn't have enough points to make it to the finals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, Shane Burgos, who was like a UFC superstar who for whatever reason, contract negotiations fell through with UFC. Dana White says it was a mistake. They should have kept him. He then goes to PFL, loses his first fight, which is an embarrassment, right? Because they probably paid him a lot of money to fucking go there. And then he loses. And then his second fight, he wins by decision. So he doesn't have enough points to make it to the finals. Okay. Or to the semis or whatever you call it. These two guys in the same division fight. Apparently... They are godfathers to each other's children. They are like best friends and training partners their whole lives. Interesting. But because of the way this thing works out, they have to fight. Apparently, I don't watch PFL. I don't know anyone that does. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't. Honestly, it's not even on the streaming sites that I may or may not use. (laughs) Like they don't even put PFL on that. That's how bad this is. So these two guys fight Brady Bunch. Apparently, everybody says it's like a glorified sparring match. They're not going to kill each other, whatever. Did you watch it? No. I couldn't find it. I can't find it anywhere. I can't find it anywhere. But I comment a lot, and I'm trying to get the story from people. They say... ESPN Plus, you'll be able to find it. What's that? They'll replay it on ESPN Plus. You could track it. I don't have that because I'm Canadian. Ah, all right. So this is the problem. This is why I don't even know how to get PFL in Canada. Anyways, so... The PFL, so apparently the ref does, because I said to people, I'm like, well, if it was so bad, why wouldn't the ref take a point away for timidity, right? Because you can warn them or take points away or stop the fight. If, you know what I mean? Yeah. As far as I know, no points are taken, no yellow cards, no blah, 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 whatever. The fight goes to a decision. One dude wins. The PFL immediately afterwards announces both of them are out of the tournament interesting they've suspended both of them and they rely on some fucking uh thing in their rules that say you must put forth your best effort at all times you must blah 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 interesting remove them both mind you the one guy has won the tournament twice like he's no schlub that's crazy and by removing both of them uh, i think the one guy nathan schult was gonna make it through by removing both of them, they remove him out of the semis and they put Shane Burgos in. Of course they did. You fucking transparent. <laughs> or like, obviously you're doing this to get Shane Burgos into the tournament. Like, I don't understand how you take this guy out. This guy was your former champion. This guy obviously is a good dude. I'm wondering whether or not he goes in and he doesn't try to kill his fucking best friend. Yeah. I mean, shame on them, because even if they, between them, they said, hey, we're not going to strike, let's just grapple, and we'll just make it a grappling MMA fight. 
Like yeah. just, hey, dude, you just take me down immediately and we'll just battle this out on the ground. But we will battle full force on the ground. Yeah. But, dude, I'm going to throw a fucking hook right off the get-go. You take me down and then let's do it. You know what I mean? And then no one will know. But I guess if they just stood and pitter-pattered at one another. Yeah, but even then, how do you prove it? So here's the problem. And if it is so bad, then why wouldn't you uh, go for match fixing like they did to frickin', uh, you know, the James Krause gym? Yep. Why wouldn't you go for match fixing and then have the commissions like be all over these dudes and fucking uh, cancel their gym, uh, run, you know, whatever investigations and blah, blah like into the whole thing and say, well, this is match fixing. This is super illegal. No one's betting on the PFL. That's why. Okay. Well, aside from that, Brady Bunch. The yeah. point is, the point is, without doing that, it seems like it's very obvious just to help Shane Burgos, the guy that they're probably paying a lot of money, get into the goddamn thing. So here I'm putting up uh, something on screen. This is from MMA Fighting. Nathan Schultz and Roush Manfio suspended by the PFL for substandard fight. Shane Burgos now in the playoffs. Even though it's worded. Hmm? substandard fight you know what i'm saying oh because that yeah whatever i think that's the way that they worded it in the i, I get it but there's some bullshit i think it's bullshit it's i gotta crazy. watch the fight though i gotta see what this fight looks like so i'm gonna try to find it on espn plus because i'm curious okay. like if it's How? very clear that like yeah neither of these guys are trying to friggin do anything yeah that maybe right maybe but but maybe what what are you gonna do right, by the way Hmm? Who won? The Nathan Schultz guy. All right. So the guy who won it all in the past. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's a champion. I reached out to him to see if he'll come on the podcast. I haven't heard a response yet. I think the other guy may not speak English. I apologize. I was looking through his Instagram. I didn't see the other guy speaking English at all. So I only reached out to Nathan Schultz guy. But he's been silent. I haven't seen him say anything. Might be something tied to their contract. But can you imagine? You get pulled out. Like, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. So then he uh, goes online and starts petitioning to Francis Ngannou and says, hey, you're supposed to be the fighter advocate. When you fought Derek Lewis, you threw like six punches the whole fight. He said that? Some, yeah, something like that. And then goes, Ngannou, help me out here, man. They can't do this to me. What's the deal? Yeah. So that's pretty cool because, you know, you're calling a spade a spade and going, hey, Ngannou, you had that problem when you fought Derek Lewis. Yeah. You didn't get friggin' terminated. And and the, the thing is, they're not even cutting them. Right? They're just pulling them out of the playoffs, which again is so transparent. If you want to, if you want to push this all the way, cut both of them. Go, no, we're gonna cut you both. Get the hell out of here and never be here again. Uh, but higher chance of a lawsuit. No, but you're allowed to cut a guy for any reason, right? Well, yeah, but you can always sue in court for you know, if you think certain things breach the contract or whatever i don't know this is even worse though because you're you're saying that this guy defrauded the fight blah blah, blah right like i would think that this is more uh damning yeah, to your name reputation yes yeah like yeah it's a liberal and slander right you're saying this guy fight like fixed his fight you're saying that this guy doesn't try blah 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 right like you're ruining this guy's reputation you should have just cut him you know what this makes me wonder though I'm gonna can I plug something really quick? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be in the I think it's the token choke tournament yeah. coming up. Yeah. 
and my former coach slash trainer Manimal is taking on Steamroller for Bola. I saw that. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Part of me is wondering, because I know they're pretty friendly, how are they going to handle it? Are they going to go balls to the walls trying to choke each other out? Right? Yeah. Yes. No, but this is what I'm saying. If you're my best friend, I can have a full-on jujitsu match with you. That's true. Because I'm not punching you in the face and that's kicking right. you in the head. Like You're so right. No, no that's okay. My, and my, again, my, for, those, for those that maybe didn't watch the podcast before, token choke means toke, smoke, and choke. Yes. You're not choking out token Asians or token... <laughs> right? Like... Again, we're just making that clear. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I just thought that's crazy with PFL. Yes. And there. I feel like it is a million percent wrong to do. I don't care that I didn't see the fight. This bullshit. You don't pull this guy out. And if you do pull him out, then the guy that was in the semifinal supposed to fight him should just advance to the finals. You don't put Shane Burgos in. That just makes it so inappropriate in my mind. I kind of agree. Like you're just putting in the guy that you know you've signed for so much money and you're like, well, I got to put him in. And then uh, Chael Sonnen was on the MMA hour and he's talking about it and going, that's an amazing fight. Like, yeah, but that's not the fucking point. It doesn't matter that you're making an amazing fight by removing these guys. It's that you shouldn't have removed this guy at all. Chael. It's <laughs> uh, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, Brady Bunch, we're near the end of time and I know you've got to go. We've got stuff to do uh, next week. Very excited for the podcast, but is there anything that you wanted to talk about before we go or anything that you wanted to, anything else you wanted to plug? Uh, basically, I'm going to my bare knuckle tryout July 9th. So putting okay. in all the training, in a bit, do some of the training. Uh, I'm still in talks with going to Thailand for a fight in November. Uh, and I'm debating and doing a little kickboxing fight, but I, I got to decide if it'll fit in. Uh, that's basically it. I'm super excited. I'm more motivated than ever. Uh, yeah, that's basically. Oh, and what I'll say is my my two new coaches from my new gym uh, both competed at a show in Westchester this week. Yes, I was really proud because they were the only two to get TKOs that night. So we were two and zero there, and just imagine, you know, because I've kind of been training at multiple gyms. Watching my coaches like put in, finish their opponents pretty easily, right? Gives me all yeah. the confidence that I've landed someplace that's really going to get me ready for whatever's next. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the confidence in seeing your coaches perform at that level and get the success. Yes. For sure. That's like Lanny Chan and his stride team. Yes. Can you, can you imagine you're one of those 12 kids, you, you travel all this way to freaking Iowa no offense, Iowa, travel all the way to Iowa, and then your teammate wins, your next teammate wins, your next teammate wins. Like the positive energy you have to have. And then I think the gym won something like best junior team. Of course you did because freaking 12 of your guys ended up kicking ass. So um, yeah, like that's a that's a big thing. When you see your gym succeeding around you, how, how positively motivating that should be. Yeah, so I'm pumped. And you know what? You always talked about the importance of having coaches in your corner. <laughs> and that will actually show up for my fights in my corner. Uh, in fact, a lot of people there uh, who I knew from my other gym, just training or coaches wise, uh, when I shared with them just some of my experiences in the past, a lot of them didn't know 
my old coaches didn't show up for my fights, right? Yeah. So they were all like, yo, that is fucking messed up, right? Right. Just sort of how I felt all along. Yeah. I'm still popping into that other gym on occasion. Not going to lie. But that's because yeah. I'm addicted to this sport. And mm-hmm. I'm going to show them all in sparring. Like, yo, this is what I can do, right? Uh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It, it, you know what? It's funny. Sorry to break in. It's funny because when you're in the midst of something, right? Like, you, like you said, you were, you kind of knew that this was bad, but hey, you're in it, so you don't realize. But now that it's kind of removed and you're realizing, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And now it's changing your mind. It's kind of like how Rain was saying, right? Like sometimes you don't realize the things that are happening, but it's all meant for the good. Well, here you are now. You're moving over. You're around people that are giving you that positivity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah feel blessed so yeah. yeah those doors are opening for you my friend and uh success is on the way let's see so again next week i'm gonna keep messing up the name that's why i gotta keep looking sadabu sai is on the podcast next week so we'll see you next week for that uh we are gonna end this now for the audio listeners if you're here on video you're gonna see some uh, videos pop up soon that you can click on other videos brady bunch any last words anything else no Doing good Good. Good. All right. Focus on Musk versus uh, Zuckerberg. We'll talk about that next week. We'll see what the world kind of says. We'll give it like a week. You know what I mean? Like, let's see where it all pans out. Yeah. And then we'll talk and we'll debate it. But I like that you're on the side that it's never going to happen. That's stupid. And yeah. I'm on the side that this is the greatest thing ever. Well, I, and, I uh, do agree. If it happened, it would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just don't think it will. The winner gets the planet Earth. You know what I mean? I would say, like, yeah. Like, what are you gonna like? What's like? What's what are two multi-billionaires fighting for? They're not gonna fight for a fucking belt. It makes me wonder, though. Maybe the CEO of TikTok is trained in the Asian martial arts. (laughs) Very interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, then maybe it really is the battle for the planet, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you've got other apps like Kakao Talk. That's a huge. uh, chatting app in asia who who owns that yes right, right? next and, thing you know next thing you know you find out anderson silva owns it <laughs> <laughs> let's go yes. uh all right we're done we will see you guys next week ringside rain very cool guest i really appreciate her having her on she was awesome so Great. thanks guys all right brady bunch peace